Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. It was early evening. Kit Mead had been home from California several days now. And as Bill Mead had walked home from camp, he'd been thinking of his recent conversation with Aunt Mary when he'd told her of Kit's return and what he planned to do. Remembering how Peggy had refused to listen to him the morning he stopped in at the Lane Farm. As he comes inside of Bungalow B of the auto court, Bill is surprised to see a light in the window. Thinking it must be Ben Calvert who's come to have another talk, Bill walks up the shallow steps and looks in the window. From that angle, the room appears to be empty. Puzzled, he opens the door and walks in. Hello, darling. Kit. Hello, Bill. You look tired, dear. Sit down Kit, here. what are you doing here? Why so surprised? I'm still your wife, you know, and... Well, I have certain wifely responsibilities. Now, you just relax, darling. Supper will be ready in a little while. If you're doing this to make me feel worse than I do already, you can... But I'm not, darling. I'm not creating a little domestic scene just to impress you. I wanted to talk to you, so I thought I might as well fix something to eat while I waited... Where's the baby, kid? Lucy's looking after him. Oh. Well, does Lucy know what to do? Of course. He's been fed, and now he's asleep. There won't be a peep out of him till I get home. Uh, I shouldn't think Lucy would know much about babies. She's quite an old lady, you know. If an emergency came up, now, she Now, what wouldn't... emergency could possibly arise? The telephone's working, you know. Besides, Bill, isn't your solicitude rather inconsistent? You can't really care too much about the baby. You're all wrong, Kit. I do care very much. Then how do you explain your behavior since we came back? Kit, don't you know? Oh, I know what you say. That you and I aren't right for each other, but... Well, I wonder if you're not just sticking to an idea you'd formed in your mind before you knew about the baby, that it was all right. No, Kit. Now, I've had quite a lot of time to think since the night you came home. I've thought about it from every angle, and I still see only one solution. Well, I've always known you were one of the stubbornest men alive once you made up your mind. But, Bill, have you thought it through completely? In terms of the present rather than the past? After all, what's wrong with our marriage? Certainly we've had our disagreements, but what young couple doesn't? And now, we have a son. Bill, why don't you answer? There doesn't seem to be anything to say. I don't know how to make you see it if you haven't seen it already. Bill, tell me honestly. Is it... Is it Peggy? Look, Kit, before you left, I told you I'd found out. Unfortunately, rather late in the game... But I'd always been in love with Peggy. And I always will be. But that's another thing. It has nothing to do with us. I'd feel the way I do about the marriage even if there weren't Peggy. Somehow I can't accept that. But I do hope for your sake that you aren't forgetting one very important little item. What's that? The fact that Peggy Douglas is involved with this writer. No, I haven't forgotten that. And... 
it doesn't alter your feeling? No, it doesn't. And you should know why. It goes back a long way to the first time I discovered you'd been dishonest with me, Kit. Maybe it sounds silly to you, but I never got over that. I couldn't get it out of my mind. I never will be able to. But, Bill, that's so childish. One little thing. Sure, I suppose it looks that way to you. But remember, our values are different. They always have been. But, Bill, anyone with a little sophistication would understand. Well, if that's what sophistication means, a willingness to accept something that's a little off-color, not quite on the level, I've never arrived at that stage. What's more, I don't intend to. I'm just a country boy. Oh, Bill. Maybe it does sound funny. All I know is that when I met you, I wasn't prepared for the sort of person you are. I'd grown up in a very ordinary, simple life. You were the most gorgeous creature I'd ever seen. I guess you still are. I was in love with Peggy, all right. But every time I was near you, I... How I realized that what you were doing was deliberate. Certainly it was. What's wrong with that? Well, you knew I was in love with Peggy. But you also knew I wasn't very smart about women. You could do anything you wanted. What woman doesn't use feminine wiles in one way or another? I wanted you. I went after you the best way I knew how to. Well, if that's so, I should think it would be clear by now that it was a mistake. Oh, I'll admit that if I'd been more worldly wise, I could have prevented the whole thing. I would have known enough to distinguish between the feeling I had when I was near you and the feeling I had for Peggy. But, unfortunately, I was just dumb. I had no basis for comparison. I hope you're not implying that if you hadn't been dumb, as you so elegantly put it, you wouldn't have married me. Well, that's not so far off. It's rather futile to go on digging around in the past, but if you're determined to, I have a few things to say. Okay. In the first place, surely you're not going to deny that I did make you happy, at least for a while. I hope you're not forgetting all those months when I went through the bungalow apron routine in this very place, keeping house for you, doing the marketing, in fact, being the typical little housewife, little hot dinners and carpet slippers included, Yes, but you were just giving the picture of the typical wife. As you said yourself, it was a routine you went through. I think you're being very unfair. The fact is, I did it. What my feelings in the matter happened to be hasn't much to do with it. No, kid. No, you're wrong. Just going through the motions of a thing doesn't make it real. This is really quite a situation. I guess the joke's on me. If you only knew it, Bill, those months I spent here were the only ones in my whole life when I was honestly trying to think of someone else, to make someone else happy. I'm sorry about that, kid. I think you were trying in your way. That's what makes us all so painful. But people can't change their feelings. No. And you see, I'd never be able to trust you, to believe in you. Oh, but that's not all there is to it. The main thing is that the sort of love we should have had, the sort of love a marriage should be based on, just never existed. You're speaking for yourself, of course. Yes, I am. 
I have to tell you the truth. I don't love you, kid. Well, that does it. I was going to make a suggestion. Tell you that I'd come here and live for six months, but you'd be willing to give it a try. It wouldn't have worked. I'd be afraid to, seeing the baby every day, watching him grow. No, it would have come out just the same anyway. Only with more pain for both of us. I suppose you regard the present situation as a beautiful experience. Oh, it's awful. I feel that as much as you do, kid. But we'll each make adjustments. We'll have to. You'll be getting out of the Army pretty soon, won't you? What'll you do then? I'll leave day after tomorrow for the separation center in Oregon to get my discharge. I've got a job lined up here for when I come back. I see. Then you... You do intend to come back. Yes. You know, Bill... You just told me you don't love me. At this moment, I think I'm very close to hating you. When I think of how I struggled to preserve this thing, trying to fit myself into your your cramped little life, worrying about the baby, hoping and praying it would be a child you could be proud of. I wish I didn't have the baby. Kit, you don't mean that. Yes, I do mean it. I wish to heaven I didn't have the child. Though Bill couldn't believe Kit meant what she said, he couldn't know that the child was not his own, nor Kit's. But she'd plotted to take Lisa Fenner's child for one purpose only, as a last hope of saving their marriage. Though there seemed to be no hope, Kit had felt a secret relief when Bill told her he intended returning to Wakefield as a civilian. Perhaps she could think of something. Perhaps she could still win, after all. <laughs> 